this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Town of Portland First Select Woman, Susan Bransfield. Susan, welcome. How are you? Oh, it's great to be here. Good to see you, Pete. You too, you too. How have you been? What's new? Been well, been Good. well. Um, well, we've been de dealing a little bit with something called COVID-19 uh, and a few other good things in our town. Oh, good. Well, we're going to talk about that over at the next half hour. As a matter of fact, you can tell we've been dealing with a little bit of a thing of a, called COVID-19 because I'm in the studio, but I'm all by myself. Yeah, well, you have a nice bouquet of flowers there, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> nice bouquet of flowers. I got a cup of coffee here, and I'm good. Yeah, the studio looks beautiful. Looks it really does. Good. Thank you. Thank you. So, Susan, what's going on in the town of Portland? What have you guys been up to? Well, we've been up to getting ready for our budget. It's budget season, Pete, uh -huh. as you okay. probably know. Right. Uh, so we're working on that. We have right. some exciting things coming up and uh, trying to weave those together into a document for our board of selectmen. Oh. and they review the budget over the course of march into april right. and then we bring it to the voters in may okay. and we put it to vote and then july 1 we're up and running for our new fiscal year there you go there you go now how are you guys going to do your workshops and your referendums are you guys going to do, do them virtually or is the board of selectmen we're going to stick with the uh zoom meetings for okay. the board of selectmen but when it comes to the referendum vote, we plan on having it as an in-person vote. And I oh. talked to our town clerk today, and he's indicating that we can do likely absentee ballots for the referendum. Sure. So we had a very successful November election, both in-person and absentee ballots for those that feel more comfortable with that way of voting. Okay. And it worked very well. Our registrars did a marvelous job, and our town clerk did a great job as well. Absolutely. And how are things going with the school system in the town of Portland with what's going on? The schools um, offer a lot of, of opportunity and choice for our students. Okay. We have in Portland full-time school, so oh. all of the children pre-K through 12 okay. are able to go to the buildings and, and participate in class right. and then we have the portland virtual academy school and that is for youngsters there's about 200 okay. about 20 or so in each grade give or take and they do all of their learning remotely oh wow so Very it's a cool. nice choice based on what the family's needs are and the individual students needs and honestly pete i think it's worked out well for our teachers those who may have some health concerns, right. they have been able to continue teaching remotely. Right. So um, I know I, I know of two very special little girls who do this. They're my granddaughters, ah. and they've been in the virtual academy, and it's been seamless and outstanding. I give a lot of a lot of credit to our teachers and to our school. They're offering a lot of choice, and I think doing a good job in spite of this. Uh, what we call COVID-19. Absolutely. Speaking of things going on, how are things going at the town hall? Good. Yeah, <clears throat> we are open. We Excellent. do not have all of the offices accessible to the public. Huh. So what we do have is the ability for people to come into the building. Mm -hmm. They enter the building. They sign in, use a little hand sanitizer indicate to the employee who takes a turn, I take an hour about every 
every other day I'm okay. at the desk and I say, how can we help you? And when they tell me, I call the various departments that they need to visit with. The department person comes downstairs. Let's say they need a building permit. Okay. So they need to talk to the building official. So the building official comes down, talks to the customer yep. and is able to make sure that they get everything they need and in a COVID safe environment. Right, exactly, exactly. You guys are, you guys are very busy. Yeah, we're busy. You were, we, we were very busy at the start of this last March into the summertime, just really trying to figure out what's the best way to contend with the virus, but make sure that all of our services are delivered as seamlessly as possible. And from what I see by doing research for tonight's show, you guys have a lot of fun, exciting stuff coming up. Let's talk about that. Sure. What, which, which topic might you be interested in? Pick one. Okay. Well, um, I know you and I have talked a little bit before tonight's show. We have a, a new brewery in our town. That's right. Uh, it just opened within the last six or eight weeks. Okay. And they've been working hard. They're located on Lower Main Street. Yeah. You would access it right off the Aragoni Bridge. You take mm -hmm. the right at the end of the bridge, and it's in our industrial park. It's All called right. Concentric Brewing. Okay. And um, I must confess, I haven't been there yet. Okay. Uh, it's on my list to do, but <laughs> it, it looks like they're doing very well, and they took their time making sure that everything was mm. in place so that their customers could be served very well. Sorry. And from so that, Susan, that, from, yep, nope, God. From what I also understand yeah. is that you guys are also $525,000 in new sidewalks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we have a, uh, a new grant that we wrote to the State Department of Transportation. Ah, and yeah. it's in an area of our town, Pete, that is really underserved over the years. Okay. It's on. If you know, if you're familiar with Route 66, as you come off the Aragoni Bridge and go east toward East Hampton, yep. just as you go near the Cumberland Farms, which is on the corner of High Street, and on the other corner is Anderson Farm Supply, okay. there's no sidewalks on the Anderson Farm Supply side of High Street. So we're going to put sidewalks there, and we're going to complete sidewalks from what's known as Freestone Avenue onto High Street on the west side of High Street. We'll continue across where Cumberland Farms is and go to sort of a, a neat building that's there. It's an old railroad depot building. And sometimes there is a top dog food truck that's there. Oh. A lot of people from out of town and in town visit that. We're gonna put sidewalks right in front of that area okay. so that as people cross that very busy road mm -hmm. of Marlboro Street, Route 66, they'll be safe. And then they'll continue along onto Airline Avenue and then go down Riverside Street to Chatham Court, which is a housing area run by our Portland Housing Authority. Okay. And there's about a hundred children that live in that area. So it means those youngsters will be able, particularly those in grades seven through 12, will be able to walk down High Street okay. on sidewalks, cross Route 66, and then go to their homes all on a sidewalk. And right now they're using really uh, worn paths 
that are along that area. Oh, and no. particularly in the wintertime, there's, there's no good place for people to be walking. So Absolutely. we're really happy that the State Department of Transportation agreed with us and has granted $525,000 to the town to get this much needed project completed. Absolutely, absolutely. I also see that you guys are, have obtained a shelter grant. Yes, we did. Um, we applied for a, what's called small cities. It's federal money. And small cities through the Department of Housing uh, liked our application and decided that they would give us about $300,000. And what we're going to do is partner with a nonprofit agency in either the greater Middletown, Meriden, Wallingford area, okay. and they will provide shelter services to those families and individuals who may be at risk of being homeless or who are homeless. Wow. And these folks, um, you know, it'll be competitive, so we'll put out a request for proposals and we'll talk to different agencies. We'll partner with that agency and together we'll hire people that are very skilled, social workers that are skilled in homelessness prevention and trying to help families with a much needed um, item, which is housing. We all need a safe place to live. And I'm very excited about this program. And I'm very happy to be working with um, some of our neighboring communities in order to get good work done. Now let's talk about the homelessness prevention for the region was recently rewarded to Portland. Yeah, that, that's the shelter diversion. Oh, got it. Got it. One in the same, yeah. Never, never mind. <laughs> Susan, you got me on my toes tonight. That's right, that's right. <laughs> well, it's a little um, misleading when it says shelter diversion. What they really mean gotcha. is helping people find appropriate shelter because they may be in a shelter that's not appropriate Right. or in, in a housing situation that's vulnerable for them, either because of the, their, their economics or for other circumstances. Right. So we okay. wanna make sure that we're helping families in the greater Portland, Middletown, Meriden, Wallingford areas. Absolutely. Matter of fact, you, got, you mentioned a little bit ago about the Department of Transportation. Yes. I actually had Commissioner Giletti on with me recently as well. Oh. I'll have to catch that um, and and see if I can watch a watch a tape of that. He's Absolutely. Uh, I think he's doing a fantastic job with transportation Absolutely. and really uh, trying to meet the needs of our state and our communities. As as you know, transportation is so important. And oh, absolutely. We have to have good roads for our cars, but we also need to have ways for people that don't own cars. Right. to be able to get places safely and uh, live nearby to mass transit. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, one of the other, our other mutual friends who was here not long ago was Joe DeLong from CCM. Ah, uh, one of my favorite people. Joe DeLong well. is a wonderful person. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Are you still involved with CCM? I still am. I'm on the executive uh, committee of okay. the board of directors. Okay. And I'm also involved with a committee that's been formed, a new committee called Committee on Inclusion. Ah. And it is designed to educate and promote and advocate for everyone, <laughs> including those who may be in a minority, uh, racial minority, people of color, uh, people with disabilities, uh, people of different ages, 
Right. It's an effort toward really saying, look, the, the best part about Connecticut is we're diverse. And the best part is that we're all going to work together to make sure that everyone gets equitable abilities and equitable opportunities for them to enjoy our lives, their lives and everyone else's in, in the state. Susan, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Say that again? Would you mind sticking around for another segment? I would love to. All right. Great. We'll, be, we'll be right back. Smart TVs and streaming services have taken over the television industry. VSC TV is proud to announce our presence on Apple TV and Roku to make watching your favorite shows even easier. You can access this service by downloading the Cablecast ScreenWeave app. Then choose Valley Shore Community TV from the list of channels. Select VSC TV Live to watch our channel in full HD. Or pick a show from our on-demand video library. VSC TV is your local Connecticut Midshore Valley digital connection. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti sitting here with Susan Bransfield, who is the first elect woman of the town of Portland. Susan, welcome back. Thank you, Pete. Good thank, to be here. Thank you. Thanks for sticking around. So wh where, where would you like to start this, the second segment? What topic would you like to discuss? Ladies' choice. Okay. I think I'd like to talk a little bit about our vaccination efforts in our town. Oh, yeah. Town. Absolutely. Um, as you know, it's very important for people to get vaccinated. Right. And uh, there was a new announcement made today by the governor's office in terms of the next round of eligibility. Right, right now, those folks that are, of course, first responders, we've gotten all of our first responders um, vaccinated in Portland. Yeah. We've also gotten um, our first responders within our town who do a lot of the public works driving Sure. And they also, they also, during the day, drive our fire trucks and our rescue vehicles. All right. So we're confident that all those that were eligible were able to get their vaccinations. We also instituted for those individuals who are 75 years of age and older, yeah. a hotline in our town. Ah. Um, it became apparent that people in that age group were having a lot of difficulty with the the VAMS, which the is VAM? the, the VAM system, Vaccination yep. Administration Management System. And we thought, why don't we come up with a new phone line okay. that those individuals could leave their name and their contact information. Sure. And then the town would help the health district, which is located in East Hampton. We're part of the Chatham Health District here in Portland. And we decided that our librarians would be good individuals to call all of the seniors back and get pertinent information from them, right. put it on a spreadsheet, and working with our senior center, make sure that they got an appointment for a vaccination clinic. Right. And the Chatham Health District takes that information, Pete, and they put it into the VAMS system. So we're still using the VAM system. It's just a lot easier 
for the seniors to be able to access their right to get the vaccination. Absolutely. And we did a clinic in February where we okay. served over 80 seniors oh, wow. and they'll be coming back in March for their second dose at the senior center. Mm -hmm. We also cooperating with the Chatham Health District did another vaccination clinic where there were over 100 people at the Portland High School. Oh, wow. And there were people from out of town that were able to use that vaccination clinic. Those folks got their second shot just this past Saturday, which was February 20. Yep. And on March 2nd, um, pleased to announce, this is news, that there'll be another vaccination clinic and it will include Portland residents who are 75 of years of age and older, as well as 65 to 75 year olds. Really? So we're going to be having that at uh, St. Clement's Castle. They have volunteered to have their large space yeah. for um, the seniors to go. And it'll be a COVID safe environment. Our health district will administer, they hope 200 vaccinations oh, wow. at that clinic. Wow. So, and the governor, as you probably saw today, has announced that the rollout will be by ages. So yes. March 1st, it'll be those folks 55 and older, yep. and then 45 and older and so forth until you get down to 16 year olds. And exactly. it looks like uh, opportunity to be vaccinated will continue through the spring. And I hope that we'll be able to help Chatham Health District do their part in making sure people get vaccinated. Absolutely, and by looking at the way the governor's office put out the new the new guidelines, looks to me like I'm gonna be the middle of March. Sounds good, it What's comes quicker than you think. Uh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And I'd absolutely. encourage all your viewers to make sure as soon as they're eligible, they get on and make sure they get registered in whatever Absolutely. capacity or way. So start your research now and know how you're going to get registered for your vaccination. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, my dad went for his second dose of the vaccine last Saturday, and my mom actually goes for her first dose of the vaccine this upcoming weekend. Wonderful. Yeah. So. I, I think the governor's doing a, a fantastic job. Oh, absolutely. Uh, keeping all of us informed, yeah. keeping us safe while we're waiting yeah. and doing a great job with this rollout of the vaccination. I, I was pleased to read today that um, we'll be able to see everybody have their turn right. to get their vaccination. And I, I also understand as of March 1, there'll be opportunities for our teachers of pre-K through 12, as well as preschool and childcare centers to get their vaccinations at particular places that will right. be announced. Right. Susan, now let's talk about storage tanks in the town of Portland. Oh, yeah. Um, on Brownstone Avenue, right across the street, Pete, from our Brownstone Quarries and sure. our Brownstone Exploration Discovery Park. Yep. The town in 2019 bought three lots along the river and okay. their address is 222, 230, and 248 Brownstone Avenue. Wow. And we have a grant, a $750,000 grant, to clean up that area. Okay. And one of the exciting things we were able to do mm -hmm. is for no cost, 
to the town, a company called Connecticut Scrap Metal out of North Franklin, Connecticut, came down and removed five, those huge above ground storage tanks that used to hold oil. Okay. And they put them all down, carted away all the metal, and eventually they'll be able to, to get their money back right. by selling that metal. But in the meantime, Portland now has one huge part of this cleanup done and it didn't cost us any money from our grant or from our town funds really wow so we're wow. we're quite proud of that tie and bond out of middletown is our environmental professionals oh sure and a, a woman named amy valancourt has been helping us and she is a real go-getter and she was able to arrange uh, uh quotes from people and at first she said oh i don't know if we'll be able to get this done and then Connecticut Scrap Metal came along and said, we'll do it for no cost. Wow, all right. And from what I understand, we're doing some brownfield cleanup along the river? Yes, so um, that's one piece of this project. Okay. And next will be a remedial action plan that's been submitted to the state. Okay. And we're gonna put that out for requests for proposals from companies to come and do the cleanup of the soil. Now the soil has residual petroleum products sure. because for many decades, this was an area where the barges would come along the side of the river and offload the oil into these tanks. And on occasion it, it has spilled. Right. So mm -hmm. over the years that's built up and now with the tanks gone and um, some of the significant environmental hazard soil was removed last summer, we'll be able to get a company in there and be able to do further cleanup. And then it'll be ready for an economic development project. Most likely mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. restaurant or some other type of tourist attraction okay. type facility. Um, I really wanna see a boardwalk along the river, Pete, yep. yeah. so that people can come and fish. Um, maybe at some point, it's a deep water dock that is there that can be rebuilt and people will be able to access like the Lady Catherine or some other uh, touring boat mm -hmm. and be able to come into Portland or to take a ride and go along the river. Um, it's really a, a dream that will come true yep. and we're really in the middle of it because we have to clean up this soil and this land and then we'll be able to do some real programming and engage in a partnership with a for-profit company to make okay. make a for-profit business there. Wow, there you go. You guys are you guys are busy in the town of Portland. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's always work to be done, and we have a great team that we work with. We have great employees. They've been. I'll add a little bit because you know we've had a rough February. Oh, Our absolutely. public works crews have just done a phenomenal job keeping us safe and making sure that our roads are passable yeah. and also yeah. taking care that um, we've had a couple of water main breaks because the way the soil moves around in this hot and then it gets cold and then it freezes. Yep. So no. seamless, um, no complaints to my office other than we're so happy our guys are out there doing such a great job. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We've got a little bit more time left, so how is the town of Portland doing, especially during this wonderful winter that we're having? 
Well, we're doing fine. Um, I think that, as I just said, our roads are safe. We've been able to keep everything open and we are spending money. I mean, it, a lot of these storms have come either on Sundays or on holidays. So our workers are working overtime. Right. And the one thing uh, that's really a challenge this season is getting enough salt product. There's mm -hmm. been a shortage of, of, of some capacity in our state. So working with Bob Shea, who is our public works director, we've been able to have enough product, right. uh, but it is a challenge throughout the state right now. And hopefully that will alleviate if we begin to have warmer weather and not have to use the salt so much. Exactly, so, exactly. No. All in all, we're, we're doing well. We're doing Excellent. very well. Excellent. We've got a little bit more time left. So, what else do you want to talk about before we say goodnight? We got about ninety. We got about forty-five seconds. Okay. We have some exciting things that we're doing with our schools okay. and our landfill. Oh, good. Um, it's solar panels. This spring, we're going to have a ten-kilowatt array uh, or bigger to go on Brownstone Intermediate School, okay. which is on Main Street, um, and then we're going to have an opportunity to put out forbid um, our landfill and we'll be able to partner again with the for-profit company to come in and put solar panels on the landfill generate electricity and pay the town some money to rent the land Excellent. so renewable energy uh, clean energy is something portland is committed to and i'm thrilled to see that we'll be able to actually put some of those solar panels in place Cool. Susan Bransfield from the town of Portland. Thanks for some time and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Oh, I look forward to it. It's great you to see it. you. Thanks, keep Susan. Good to see you. And, uh, keep up the good work. You too. Be well. On behalf Thanks, of Susan Steve. Bransfield, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night and we'll see you next time.